0: Welcome to another podcast from whatis.com, the online IT encyclopedia and learning center. I'm Alex Howard, assistant editor at whatis.com. This podcast, part two of a series on wireless printing, will describe how you can create a wireless printing blueprint for your organization and the security issues you need to consider as you do so. In part one, I covered the major wireless printing environments, infrared, Bluetooth, and Wi-Fi, and discussed how those technologies can not only improve productivity within the workplace, but offer new ways to provide alternate workspaces, as well as quickly reconfigure old ones. I'll discuss creating a wireless printing blueprint and security in more detail shortly. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's range of color printing offers excellent solutions for a wide range of office applications and budgets. Create high-impact professional documents and marketing materials with a surprisingly affordable network-ready color laser printer. It's not expensive to look expensive with HP Color Laser Jets starting at $349. With their non-print quality, fast print speeds, and the network-ready option, HP Laser Jets will help make your business look its best. Learn more at hp.com go slash color printer. HP. Brilliantly simple. Protocols and products aside, there is some planning involved if you want to make the most of your wireless printing solutions. In this next section, I'll discuss how to design the blueprint for your wireless printing environment. As you plan for that wireless printing solution that will be used to its full capacity, the first thing you need to consider is space, the physical characteristics of the area surrounding both the printer and the users that will want to access it. For example, if you place a Bluetooth-enabled printer on a stand too far away from a desk area, it may not provide services to all the areas you need to reach. Similarly, if you set up an infrared-based printer without a space next to it for a laptop or PDA, users will have to hold the devices while they print. Not only is that arrangement inconvenient, but it ties users to the printer, the very circumstance you are trying to avoid in the first place. The next issue you will need to consider is range. Each technology has its own range limitations that will dictate the coverage area for each printing zone you set up. Planning your printing zones to accommodate the physical characteristics of your workplace may sound easy, and in some cases it will be. Planning for a zone that passes through walls or floors is somewhat trickier. While planning the installation for an infrared printing zone is very straightforward, there are some issues you'll need to consider before you set up your printing zones. Because infrared has a very short communication range, you don't need to plan for a large work area with this technology. If you clear space next to your printer in the same area where you keep fax cover sheets and a recycling basket, mobile users can walk up, set the notebook or PDA down, and print. In this scenario, they could print a document they need to sign and fax, then immediately fax it to the recipient. Mobile executives, consultants, trainers, lawyers, and others can benefit regularly from this service. IRDA will support just one user at a time, so there's no real need for concern over the bandwidth used by someone printing using it. And placement of the printer and the direction of its infrared receptor should be away from any direct heat sources and not facing an overly bright exterior window. The infrared energy and sunlight will interfere with the connectivity between the printer and the user's device. Finally, make sure there is sufficient unobstructed room to place a laptop or PDA device in front of the printer's IRDA port. While IRDA installations require a direct line of sight, installations for Bluetooth are not as demanding. Because Bluetooth is a radio frequency-based communication, it can penetrate walls and objects to a certain extent. Additionally, since it has a somewhat larger range, you can create a larger print zone. While This larger zone is a benefit, the placement of Bluetooth devices in relationship to the printer becomes an issue. User desks or work center locations need to be within the range of the Bluetooth enabled printer. While you can place quite a few desks within a 30-foot radius, remember, the further out you go, the weaker the signal strength becomes. Practical limitations are more like 15 feet or so. This is still reasonable, but with most printers installed against the wall, where the outlets typically are, you ultimately end up with a printing radius that extends 15 feet from the wall. And with its somewhat slower data rate, Bluetooth isn't the best option for heavy-duty printing needs, but it will serve consulting groups or offer a good alternative for special events where you need to support flexible printing. Of the three wireless technologies, Wi-Fi installations require the most planning. Because its range is greater than either infrared or Bluetooth, Wi-Fi is the more practical choice for wireless local area network printing. You can use it to not only extend printing services to users in a small work center, but to serve telecommuters or other laptop users. A key issue in a Wi-Fi installation is the kind of print server you will use to free your printers from their wires. Because internal print servers are designed with a particular printer or series in mind, they fit neatly into the printer without adding to the printer's total footprint they also don't need their own power supply. An external print server does increase a printer's footprint a bit, but some do have a low profile shape and a built-in clip so you can minimize the impact it has on the printers overall size. Simply clip the print server onto the printer and you can move both around the office with a little effort and of course no wires. As you design your Wi-Fi printing infrastructure you need to pay particular attention to coverage and accessibility. With its larger coverage, Wi-Fi lets you extend your network and print an environment into areas where wired access is impractical or cost prohibitive. For instance, you could provide network access for the entire cafeteria or for a very large reading room with one access point. However, with this extra coverage, you may inadvertently provide access outside the bounds of your office space. While in some cases this is desirable, in many it is a security threat to your corporate network. The next section will cover this aspect of providing wireless printing zones and network access using wireless technologies. The issue you need to consider in implementation of your wireless printing network is security, first and foremost. Networking always prevents the potential for security breaches within your network and wireless environments present new challenges that wired environments have minimized. While a wired network has a finite number of entries into the network, a wireless access point provides service to any device within the technology's effective reach. For technologies such as infrared and Bluetooth, you can limit physical proximity to prevent any stray access to devices or the corporate network. However, wireless technologies that provide long-range connectivity, such as Wi-Fi, present different security issues since they typically cannot be contained within the boundaries of the office space. Start with your security policy. Larger corporations have security policies that cover access to the corporate network. These policies typically cover things such as dial-up access, internet access, VPN tunneling, and local area network access through traditional wired entry points. However, wireless access to the corporate network may not be covered due to its recent arrival on the networking scene. Your company may need to amend its security policies to provide a clause controlling access by non-employees to an unsecured wireless printing zone. However, policies aren't enough to secure your network. There are always those who will obey the rules and those who won't. You'll want to take steps to make wireless access to your network very difficult for those who don't play by the rules. There are several ways of accomplishing this goal. First, consider that access to wireless networks generally requires a service ID, usually abbreviated as SSID. While open networks exist, you don't want yours to be one of them. It works something like a network group under Windows. When you try to access a wireless network, you need to have a specific service ID to participate in that network. While this sounds like a password, in reality, it is more of a way to keep track of which access point a card should be using in cases where overlapping wireless access points exist. In fact, there are snooping programs that will listen for the SSID that is being used so someone can gain access with that ID to your wireless network. When you keep your SSID identifier secure as best you can despite snooping programs, you can better control who has access to your network and keep unwanted visitors out. Second, you should know that every wireless network card has a factory-assigned Media Access Control, or MAC, number assigned to it. This MAC number, or address, is used by the card to announce itself to the network and to provide a way to get information to and from the card at the lowest levels of communication. Because every card has a unique MAC address assigned to it, this address can be used to permit or deny users access to the wireless network or printing zone. To take advantage of the MAC address security, and add yet another layer of access control to your security, you'll need to configure each wireless access point to permit specific MAC addresses to access the network. By default, anyone not on that list will be denied entry to the network. While this sounds like a fantastic way to manage access to the network, it can quickly become unmanageable. Companies with a handful of laptops, PDAs, or other wireless devices may be able to manage the list for a while, But eventually, it will become difficult to keep track of which devices are legitimately allowed to access the network. With laptops that are stolen or cards that are lost, the potential for unauthorized access using just the MAC address becomes greater. So here's a tip. It pays to come up with an efficient and effective system for tracking your MAC addresses and their related devices. A simple spreadsheet or database is a good start and will be easier to manage if you put it in place early. Another method for protecting your network from unauthorized access is to create a virtual private network, VPN, that utilizes IPsec encryption to create a tunnel between a client and a network resource. This can be implemented to protect the data from prying eyes, but does not prevent access to the wireless network or wireless printing zone. If you have extremely sensitive data, you may want to choose this method of access to ensure that your data is secure as it is transmitted from a client laptop to a network server or printer. Keep in mind, however, limiting access control via SSID identifiers and MAC addresses is just one facet of your total security system. In addition to controlling access, you want to be sure the information floating around your wireless networks is also encrypted. To combat the potential of someone either guessing or snooping the airwaves to find the SSID, as well as to protect data transmitted to and from wireless devices using Wi-Fi, manufacturers have developed WEP encryption WEP. By using either a 40-bit or 128-bit key, choose a longer key to provide better protection, devices connected to the wireless network encrypt data bidirectionally to provide a secure connection. Bluetooth also provides 128-bit security, which allows unknown devices to be blocked from the network. In both cases, the keys need to be known to the wireless devices that need to gain network access. This pre-configuration with a known key is necessary to protect the network. Of course, with every type of protection, it must be enabled before it can be effective. Just having the potential to encrypt the network traffic is not enough until you've actually implemented it. So, implementing a wireless printing zone using one or more wireless printing technologies can provide your company with more flexible access to printing resources as well as greater efficiency. Employees will find many ways to use wireless printing within your organization once you begin rolling it out. However, do your homework up front with security and coverage planning. This will help make your project a success and your users more productive. I hope you've learned more about how to implement wireless printing in your business. For more information on wireless printing and information technology in general, always make sure to visit whatis.com. Thank you.